Impact Lab, connecting social entrepreneurs, nonprofit professionals, tech innovators, and activists with ideas and tools that empower their organizations to make the strongest possible impact. Today's guest is Valeria Duflo. Valeria is a co-founder of Venezia Autentica, or Authentic Venice, an organization founded to save Venice, Italy from the negative effects of mass tourism. Thank you for joining us. This is your host, Lynette Zimmerman, broadcasting from Philadelphia. Today's podcast is powered by Impact Tap, sharing social good through new media. Find out more at theimpacttap.com. Valeria, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so happy to have you on the show. Hi, Lynette. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be on the show and to speak with you today. As uh, our listeners heard in the introduction, you are the co-founder of Venezia Autentica, an organization that promotes uh, the local economy of Venice. And you do this by leveraging digital resources to share knowledge and tools with tourists. Uh, before we dive into the organization and its work, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get here? Um, so I guess as often, it's not really it's been a straight line. Like I started by studying neurosciences in college. And I thought I wanted to be a researcher, probably because I had around me people with Alzheimer's and neuro disorders, mental health disorders. But at the time, I wish I got offered a PhD grant. I had realized that to have an impact, because I need to have an impact that I can see and measure during my lifetime, being a researcher was not probably what I really want to do. And so I was like, well, I think I need to be an entrepreneur. So I went and I did an MBA. And that MBA took me to India. And being in the city which is called Bangalore, which is, you know, uh, the city in India, which is called the Silicon Valley of India, um, I quickly ended up speaking with a lot of social entrepreneurs. And um, felt that that was the, uh, the people I wanted to be working with, the kind of thing I wanted to do. And at some point, went back to Europe. Yeah, at that time, I had moved uh, to Venice, where I was living with my boyfriend. And I had uh, already a sense of the struggles that the Venetians, especially the Venetian youth, is facing in Venice, to remain living in Venice. And one day, um, a solution kind of struck me when I was walking around uh, in the city. And uh, I spoke about it with my boyfriend because I thought that would be something I was capable of implementing without needing all of the funding that uh, the other project I was thinking of uh, would need. You know, I thought that, oh, that's something I can do that can be done fast, I can, that can have an impact fast. So after he closed uh, his family shop because of my tourism, we started uh, working on it, trying to prevent other people to uh, have to uh, close their own shops and to have to leave uh, Venice and Venice to eventually die. So, Let's talk for a minute about the challenges Venetians face and the city and the community faces. Uh, I know your app is targeting tourists, but let's, let's think a bit broader for a second. Venice is a city which is um, like a huge, huge, huge center, a huge hub of tourism. 
you have a lot of people who come to Venice and many of those people come in very short amount of time. It's a small city, it's eight square kilometers and actually two uh, of those square kilometers are uh, can't be accessed by people because they, this is a military area. So there's like six square kilometers where you have to imagine that 20-30 million people per year go visit the city for uh, 54,000 Venetians. So there's a huge pressure uh, of mass tourism on the city. The very fact that most of the people visiting Venice are day trippers leads to uh, many issues because they do not have the time, often not the will, to try to understand Venice and try to behave in a responsible way in the city. So this is not something, it's something which has been happening uh, since decades, since about like the 80s. It has led to the fact that people are leaving the city. And so like tourism has led to that, to people leaving their, uh, losing their job, losing their house and having to move away uh, from Venice. And also to creating a monoculture and a mono industry, removing opportunities from uh, Venice. Like a young person typically uh, today, if that person wants to have a rewarding career, that person will have to move away from Venice to find a job in which uh, she or he can uh, develop herself. It's not possible to be a mathematician or uh, an architect or a marketing person in Venice. You just don't have that unless you create your own business, but few people do that here. So I've, I've been to Venice a couple of different times and uh had a, the experience of the monoculture so I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about and had an experience that really uh, brings all of this home for me and that was trying to find a grocery store uh, uh-huh. on a market and it was near impossible we finally found one there and that made the city itself uh, more meaningful for me because I actually got to f- live and feel uh, what a normal Venetian would experience a uh-huh. typical uh-huh. Uh, community member, so that was that was exciting for me, and it wasn't uh, as uh, touristy as you know everything else I had visited in the city. So let's talk about how you are making that experience accessible for more people. Oh, um, you were mentioning that you were not the typical tourist when you were there, meaning that you were looking for something beyond just running through the city and like consuming it and going away right absolutely um there exactly so there are there are quite a few people like that and actually it's based on that that we have decided to create venice authentica and i was between a group of uh, tourists led by a guy with a chinese mask and so on and a group of young venetians who were like like they were singing venetian (laughs) songs they were carrying flags you know they were like so proud so of their identity mm-hmm. you know young people and and i was like whoa there was this strong contrast and i was already feeling all of this uh, uneasiness and unfairness um that venetian can't stay in their own uh, their own city they have to live you know and so i was like wait a minute wait a minute i was not like that when i first came to venice i was like you i wanted something 
more authentic. I wanted to find um, the places where I could experience something more authentic, buy authentic craft, but find food, which was good and so on. But it was not easy, right? I wanted to, but I struggled to be able to do that. And the idea was then, wait, so if only 5%, 10% of those 20 or 30 million people coming yearly to Venice are a bit more like you, Lynette, if they are like you and not like the heart, and that we tell them what they can do and that we make it easy for them to do it, that will have a huge impact because the Venetians were at that time 55,000, now they are 54,000, uh, 54, like really, really uh, low quantity of people because the population decrease of uh, 70% in the last 65 years, it is huge. It's huge. There was 175 people living in Venice. Now there are 54,000. That's an incredible decline. It's yeah, and, and that shows in which direction Venice is going. That Venice is dying, and not slowly. Like it's it's fast. It's very fast. And so the idea was like, if the people like you easily can uh, help the Venetian by support them, supporting them directly, that could make a huge difference. Because as we were saying earlier. The biggest issue probably of them all is that Venetians do not manage to stay in Venice because they cannot afford staying in Venice, right? Because you have other issues on which we have no control, like the city does not give, give apartments and so on. But we were like, if people can empower the people because they just know how they can help them, then uh, we can have a real change. So that's what we're trying to do uh, with Venezia Authentica. We're trying to give tools for people to have an impact by uh, supporting the uh, local shops, the local restaurants and so on. Uh, we're doing that now with uh, the listings that we have uh, on the website. We have uh, identified um, shops, restaurant bars uh, and so on, which are providing people with quality. Uh, but we also are uh, now um, launching something that we are having people signing now a chart in which they attest to be uh, meeting certain criteria like uh, giving jobs to Venetian, producing uh, mainly in Venice nothing mass produced, uh, having a sustainable activity and that kind of things. So we're making them uh, sign that chart and we're giving them in exchange a sticker which attests of um, them being that kind of business, which is sustainable, which is good for Venice, for its community, which is then uh, making it easy for people to uh, find and identify them and then support them. So this is great. Now t tell me how you connect with these local shopkeepers and service providers. How are you assimilating this, this group? You can walk around Venice and you just look for a sticker of Venice Authentica. And if you find that uh, sticker on the door, that means that the person who owns that shop has signed a chart uh, of values with us, where that person attests to uh, being uh, respecting a certain amount of criteria, like employing local people, using local um, materials, techniques, um, having a sustainable way of doing business and showing the quality of the service and the products, loving Venice and that kind of things. And uh, also to give a 10% discount 
to all the people who have the Venezia Authentica Friends card. So that's the way we support um, this uh, initiative that we do because we have all of the shop owners for free because we don't want to add any extra pressure to them. So everything that we do for the Venetian is for free. So we give the possibility for people to acquire from our website that pass, which gives them a citywide discount on all the shops that uh, we have signed up and we continue signing up and that they know are selling uh, quality and are doing good to the local community. So that's one way. The other way is to um, look at the shop. To, like one, my favorite way to be sure of what I have uh, in front of me, this everywhere in the world, is to enter the shop and ask the person there about the craft inside. If the person is not uh, capable of explaining you anything, if the person does not have uh, his or her eyes lighten up, it's very likely that it is not uh, authentic. In a, as a general rule, if you see uh, more than one kind of product, if you see low prices, if you see discounts, it's more likely not to be authentic. Good advice. Thank you. I, you mentioned your website. Uh, do you mind giving that for our listeners? So the uh, URL of our website is veneziaauthentica.com. So it's V-E-N-E-Z-I-A-A-U-T-E-N-T-I-C-A.com. Oh, fantastic. We want everyone to go there. And can they follow you on social media? How else do they find you? You can find us on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter. We're also on LinkedIn if you're more into following the uh, press. Uh, we're on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, like where we have most of our conversation is on Facebook. Facebook is a good place to be to uh, chat with us and ask us questions and so on. Oh, wonderful. Valeria, tell me uh, one last question here for you to answer. Tell me who your mentors are. Who, who has inspired you? Um, I would say that there might be two main people who've been inspiring me. Uh, one was my um, great uncle. I am partly from, part of my family is from Madagascar on my mother's side. And my great uncle was somebody who was uh, living a very frugal living, to say <laughs> the least, and is uh, one of the person who I've seen was the happiest you could imagine. And uh, when I met him for the first time, because like I am from France, so I was not going often to Madagascar, sadly. So when I met him for the first time, I was like, wow, like all of the... Uh, worries that we have us living in rich country us having everything that we uh, need and more like why do we even have them that people who are extremely poor and are super happy you know it was like really really like super happy not not an amount of complaint that was somebody who had two uh, teeth just to tell you he had only two teeth left and he was able to eat uh, manioc, which is this um, very, very chewy thing. It's a bit hard. He was living his entire life despite being extremely poor. 
like being extremely, extremely happy and grateful. So that was a very big source of inspiration uh, for me. I think that it shaped uh, all my life after that because I was like, come on, like there is nothing much to fear and to complain about. Uh, then another person who's being very important is uh, Dr. Hirshi Das. She's a woman who is involved in uh, mobile health, telehealth development in India, is also sitting on uh, many international boards. And she's uh, a person who, when we met, told me uh, when I was a bit wondering if I could um, take the leap, you know, and start uh, working uh, like at the... Um, at the ground level, and she said, you know, go walk, don't worry. Like, it's not because you have your uh, depths or whatever that uh, is, you're not going to be able to, to to make it. So she really was like showing me how much she was um, believing in me. I value her so much that I did listen to her and I did a um, few months later decide to pursue my objective rather than uh, try to be a bit safer for a couple more years. So she was really, really an important person for me. And I, I think this is something which is fantastic when experienced entrepreneurs, experienced social um, changers go and speak with people who they think have uh, potential and the right intentions and tell them, hey, you you, you can make it, like, stop Stop thinking too much and just like just try you figure it out. I think it's extremely important, and I'm very grateful that I have uh, met uh, Rushi. Oh, they sound like wonderful people, both of them, and and good advice uh, <laughs> that you've received. And I and I hope you choose to pass on to others who are entering into this world and and looking to make a difference. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I mean that. I get to meet some and that things have gone well. Yep. 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 Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We are eager to watch your, your company grow and uh, support the Venetian culture. And I look forward to my next visit there. And uh, hopefully we'll meet one day. Yep. Please do let me know if you come around here. I'd be happy to take you and have a glass of Prosecco spirits if you like Prosecco spirits in one of the nice yes. bars around. Yes, you just sold me. <laughs> and you got to do it the right way. <laughs> Fantastic, thank you so much. <laughs>